And I was, as I was setting up the next recording, the next file, so that I could record, <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about how I was waving the flag in the one episode for the liberal arts education. And um, see, there, there has to be a balance, man. Like, <laughs> there has to be a balance between, I don't know, it's, it's, this is like a hundred, hundred year old system that's like, now being deconstructed and people are deshackling and unhandcuffing themselves from so it's it's a bit it's a bit strange but you can i mean and again canada is a bit of a different sphere because we don't pay you know we ain't paying five hundred thousand dollars for for school even at the schools that are considered the top schools like whether you whether it's your mcgill or your york or your ubc or your um smaller liberal arts Mount Allison or St. FX Acadia Bishops or whether it's your you know your um Ottawa U <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Ottawa U yeah for teaching nursing and law it is for everything else <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so yeah so Okay, so yeah, Ottawa U. So for those of you who are not from Ottawa, Ottawa University of Ottawa, aka quote unquote Ottawa U, is one of the. Let me go on this little rant here. Let me go on a side rant here. It's interesting when even quote unquote Ottawans, if that's what they call them, if that's what they call us, people from people that live in Ottawa, from Ottawa, whatever. We we whenever we talk about schools, we always talk about like University of Ottawa and Carlson. Those are like the main ones. And then if you're really going to go out there on a limb and you're one of the people that respect the community college, <laughs> like like me, like I say, I usually talk about Algonquin first. So you got Algonquin, you got, you got Algonquin College, which is basically, for the Americans listening, it's like a community college. Then you got the two universities. But then there's like five other universities, which nobody ever talks about too. Um, there's St. Paul's, there's... There's one, uh, what's the other, there's the French Community College, La Cité, which is basically just the French version of Algonquin. Then you have, um, you have a couple over, you have University of Western Quebec over in Gatineau. You have this other one, Dominican University College, which is more like a the theological college that's like in Centertown. Anyway, and there's like one or two other ones. So we're we're university city, but yet people only ever kind of box themselves into this University of Ottawa or Carleton narrative. But university, and then and then on top of that, they'll downplay, they'll discredit Carleton. Carleton traditionally was like the I don't want to even say this, this quote unquote stupid people schools. So basically, they have like when you go in the McLean's ranking. Okay, so <laughs> so if you're American, every year there's this publication. It's a it's it's a publication called McLean's. They publish different shit throughout the year too. But one of their main kind of claim to fame, I think this is might be one of the only reasons people even read McLean's is for the university ratings for the year, and also they just I think in the past two years they came up with this. Um, like the college ratings or whatever they never traditionally had a college ratings anyway so many people go and they'll choose well i can't even say that but a high 
highly influential. This this this, this ratings thing is very influential for people. Um, two people. Sorry, it, it holds a lot of influence over people's decision making when it comes to where they're going to go to school, university specifically, because. Um, I mean, most people don't know, right? Like, and this is the thing: we're, we're, the economic disparity up here in Canada isn't as vast. I mean, it is, but in some cases, but it's definitely not as pronounced as it is in the U.S. So, like, even the school that I went to, like, like it was they positioned themselves as one of the fucking. I don't even want to brag here. It's not even bragging. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm trying to make myself because let me disclaimer I've actually hidden a lot of my own degree holding and <laughs> schooling up until probably the last couple weeks because I need to talk about some shit but <laughs> anyway it's like the school that I went to turned out it was like there's like a rating system and in the liberal arts kind of like undergrad um, ranking the school there's like three schools out there in that part of the country that usually get the top spot mine was one of them but even that school it was very accessible to like to poor people like it was mostly just did you not totally fail high school no do you have the money yes you're in you know what i mean it's like it's not really like a it's not a very even though it's even though for whatever reason it gets rated highly it's not like a it's not like it's not like the requirements are stringent in fact you can I got I didn't even have that good grades going in either. I had like in the seventies. Cause towards the end of high school I was kinda like running wild a bit. But anyway. I didn't do the greatest. But I had a lot of extracurricular shit. A lot of music related stuff. So I used that to get in and people a lot of other people use that to get in too. So so they rate these schools. Now they have this, there's different, I think, tiers or something. They have like the liberal arts tier. They have the what they call the comprehensive. Then they got the, the post-doctorate post or whatever. So like if you're trying to become a lawyer or a doctor, that's a tier. Then you got the tier that's kind of like tiers that like, I think like Carleton University and Ryerson and I think maybe Simon Fraser, they fall into this tier. And then, like, some of the, like, University of Manitoba probably follow, falls into that tier. Falls into that tier. University of Saskatchewan, like, so on. And they probably all fall into that tier. It's kind of like a big school that's maybe not necessarily known for anything specific. And you can get your, I think the distinction is you can get your, your law degree there or something. Or your, your med school. You can, go to, you can go to med school there. So... And then what's left so then Carlton is traditionally never really ranks that highly but so people kind of clown it meanwhile it has a pretty strong engineering department and even forget the engineering department if you want to do journalism in this town like all of these CBC people they usually come from the school right like journalism communications media um like traditional legacy that kind of thing like you go to this school like there's a, there's very I, don't, I can't think of another school in the country and maybe that's my own ignorance but i can't really think of another school in the country which really has that reputation for journalism even though journalism is being quote unquote disrupted but anyway um 
so yeah so so we don't really have that this, this like anybody can get into school here and as long and then you got the student loan you got a variety of bursaries it's not as difficult there's it's, we're not paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a year basically is the point and uh, I gotta actually run out right now so on that note I'm gonna end this particular I'm looking at the time here because I have this interview I gotta do so I gotta stop right now but I'll pick it up later on peace up the university rankings for 2018 here are McLean's university rankings for 2018 published October 11th 2017 and I already see my school here my quote-unquote alma mater here I see it I see a picture of it and anyway let's see so here are the okay so there's medical slash doctoral there's comprehensive and then there's primarily undergraduate that's the 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 tier so medical doctoral and and keep in mind i'm not trying to shill these schools like (laughs) okay so mcgill toronto ubc queens yeah queens alberta mcmaster western dalhousie calgary ottawa's number nine uh, Montreal, Laval, Sherbrooke, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. That'll mean nothing to anybody, <laughs> but I'm just listing off the schools here. Uh, comprehensive. Let's see where Carlton falls in that list. <laughs> All right, Simon Fraser, right? Victoria, Waterloo, Guelph. Carlton is number five. Okay. So Carlton outscored University of Ottawa in its tier. Interesting. New okay after Carlton is New Brunswick, Wilfrid Laurier Memorial, York, Concordia, Ryerson, University of Quebec at Montreal. I know I butchered the <laughs> pronunciation. I like mixed English and French. Um, Regina, Windsor, and Brock. Rock. Wow. All right, now we're going to go to the primary under, undergrad. I already, can t- I already know what's going to be. Of course. Really? They thought they lost the spot. Holy shit, like, it's all fucked up now. Anyway, let me read it off. And another thing to consider, too, is that most of the primarily undergraduate schools are in the Maritimes. So here, Mount Allison. UNBC, Trent, which is actually close to Ottawa, Lethbridge, Alberta, Acadia, St. FX, St. Mary's, UOIT, I don't know what that is, Lakehead, UPI, Bishops, Laurentian, St. Thomas, Moncton, Winnipeg, Brandon, Mount St. Vincent, Nipissing, and Cape Breton. Okay. But so, but traditionally, it used to be like Mount Allison, Saint FX, and Acadia that they just for years would just be like one of those three would just bounce around in the top three. I wonder what happened. Hmm. <laughs> and from what I hear, like a lot of the, so like I was actually Wikipedia Wikipedia in this 
a few years ago like what makes what are some what are some of the the, the, the categories that make a school well let's look at it <laughs> what McLean's ranking <laughs> let's McLean's ranking like this is it's, it's like one of those so so what happened was Mount Allison was traditionally the top and then it, it fell out of the top or whatever and um and I guess there was this like rebranding and they did some like re-strategizing on <laughs> in the in, in the you know in the background they're now positioning themselves as a commerce school but traditionally they never really had a they tried to play that we're open you can learn whatever you want here and then it'll set they set the foundation for the rest of your life kind of kind of game um okay so look you know what's weird we used to be able to type things and wikipedia would come up first and then now you have to actually okay here we go mclean's guide to canadian universities the mclean's guide to canadian universities is published annually in march it is also i should go look at it actually actually it is also known as mclean's well i guess everything's close today but <laughs> anyway it is also known as mclean's university guide it includes info from the mclean's university rankings an issue of the magazine proper that is published annually in november primarily for students in their last year of high school and enter the first year of canadian universities both the quote-unquote guide and the rankings issue feature articles discussing Canadian universities and ranking them by order of quality. The rankings, the rankings focus on taking a measure of the quote-unquote undergraduate experience, comparing universities in three peer groupings, primarily undergraduate, comprehensive, and medical doctoral. Schools in the primarily undergraduate category are largely focused on, undergra- on undergraduate education with relatively few grad programs. Comprehensives have a significant amount of research activity and a wide range of grad and undergrad programs, including professional degrees. Medical doctoral institutions have a broad range of PhD programs and research, as well as medical schools. Um, so on and so forth. Many universities, such as the University of Calgary, McMaster, the University of Toronto, they refused to take part. <laughs> There's a controversy. Um, controversy. Hey boy. In December 2007, the Canadian Islamic Congress launched camp com- complaints with the Canadian Human Rights Commission, British Columbia Human Rights Commission, and the Ontario Human Rights Commission against McLean's after after McLean's accusing him of publishing 18 articles between Jan 2005 and July 2007 that they considered Islamophobic in nature including Mark, including a column by Mark Stain titled The Future Belongs to Islam I really shouldn't have included that there I shouldn't have read the controversy <laughs> well I mean it happened right too Asian here we go so there so it happened um I mean, it's like I don't want to make it this a political kind of rant, series of rants, but yet I, I have in the past, so we'll get into it. Uh, on September 2010, Quebec premier Jean Charest wrote a letter to the editor of McLean's condemning the magazine's twisted form of journalism and ignorance 
calling it sensationalist, far from serious, simplistic, and offensive. Uh, all right, let's see what else is here. Two Asian article. The university ranking issue courted controversy when in two controversy when in 2010 November, under the editorship of Kenneth White and Mark Stevenson, reporters Stephanie Finley and senior writer Nicholas Kohler wrote an article about the perceived overrepresentation of Asian students at Canadian universities entitled "Quote Unquote Too Asian." This led to allegations that McLean's intentionally perpetuated racial stereotypes to court controversy for the sake of publicity. Amidst criticism from a number of student union unions and politicians on December 16, 2010, Toronto City Council voted to request an apology from McLean's Magazine as the third Canadian city to do so after Victoria and Vancouver. Alright, that was... None of that had anything to do with what I was actually looking for, <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll hold on. I'll pick this up again. Hold on. So, rankings of universities in Canada. Several nationally and internationally based publications release annual rankings of universities in Canada. Rankings have most often been conducted by magazines, newspapers, websites, governments, or academia. Rankings are established to help inform potential applicants about Canadian universities based on a range of criteria, including student body characteristics, classes, faculty, finances, library, and reputation. Various rankings consider combinations of factors including funding and endowment, research excellence and or influence, specialization expertise, admissions, student options, award numbers, internationalization, graduate employment, industrial linkage, historical reputation, and other criteria. Various rankings also evaluate universities based on based of, sorry based on research output. Canadian-based publications have generally limited their evaluations on universities in Canada, whereas internationally based rankings ranked Canadian Canadian institutions alongside other higher education institutions across the world. Uh, several nationally based blah, blah, blah. All right. So those are the, those are like the criteria. We'll read them again. <laughs> Student body characteristics, classes, faculty, finances, library, and reputation. Um, funding and endowment. And I think that's like a key one to keep in mind here. Funding and endowment. <laughs> You know, award numbers, okay. There you go. Historical reputation is another one, is another key one. So I think a lot of these smaller, primarily undergraduate schools with a longer history, maybe more money backing them, their rankings are heavily influenced by that. But then, you know, I just read the, the rankings and some of these schools seem to have been the, 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 the quote-unquote traditional three the Acadia, the St. FX, and Mount Allison. They seem to have had their little spots shaken up in recent years. So, anyway, it's interesting. I don't know what goes on. Well, I know in the Mount Allison scenario, but some of these other schools, like I think Trent was up there, you know. <laughs> it's interesting what goes on in the background or what, what has changed overall in the experience of these schools that they're now, you know, achieving higher rankings. Anyway, I might have a few more bars here. I'll hop back in with something else, but... 
I'm done with the whole university thing and the whole university rankings thing. Also, correction, correction, correction. I made a mistake. Peterborough isn't anywhere near Ottawa. It's near, it's closer to Toronto. It's in Trent. Sorry, not Peterborough, Trent. Trent University is nowhere near close to Ottawa. Um, I mean, it's closer to Ottawa than, than UBC, I guess, but it's not, it's not anywhere really close to Ottawa. It's like, what, over 200 kilometers away. It's like closer to Toronto, actually. Um, I always mistake, whenever I hear Peterborough, I always mistake it for something like Pembroke or what's the other one? Pembroke, Perth is another one, Petawawa, like, <laughs> there's a bunch of P-towns close to Ottawa, so I always think that Peterborough is one of them. Let's look at the map. I know this is not interesting for you people, but, um, yeah, it's nowhere, yeah, it's very far away, so anyway, <laughs> that's my little disclaimer. But I also just wanted to kind of end off with the whole kind of talking about this theme of so what is you know how are people going to justify paying the money um how are people going to be start saving you know it's such a weird matrix if people are not necessarily getting the full-time employment that they want okay minimum wage went up but you know if you're working at tim hortons are you really going to be able to save I always use Tim Hortons as the example. If you work at Tim Hortons part-time, are you going to be able to save? And I know there's all the various different careers that people can, can take. But I think people see these headlines, like the one about, you know, the, the doubling of the, of the tuition, and they're like, yeah, we're just going <laughs> to find alternative ways to make money. And this is where, again, the internet comes into play. The various careers that exist online the various side gigs and freelance opportunities that exist online. You can't really like, and then there's people who don't give a, give a shit about university anyway. Like there are plenty of people that were just, it was a societal box that they checked off. It was almost like that for me. I found part, parts of the experience were interesting. Certain subjects were interesting, but the subject, it was really one quarter of the stuff that I learned there was really interesting and has been turned out to be useful. And that's only because I made it useful. Um, and then you have a bunch of, I've learned like a bunch of the science students that are necessarily, they're not balling out of control either. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. It's going to be an interesting next 2036. It's a long way away, man. <laughs> next, it's gonna be next, next 20 years, 25 years, 30 years is going to be very interesting. Anyway, peace.